Welcome to Chief Chat, the official podcast of the Army and Air Force Exchange Service, the Department of Defense's largest retailer. Chief Master Sergeant Kevin Osby, the exchange's senior enlisted advisor, discusses readiness, resiliency, and your exchange benefit with military leaders, Hollywood A-listers, athletes, and more. What is up, my exchange family from all over the world, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Chief Chat. My name is Chief Master Sergeant Kevin Osby, and I'm your senior enlisted advisor for the Army and Air Force Exchange Service. Before we get started with our guest today, I would like to introduce my lovely co-hosts, Kiana Holloman and Emily Zars. How y'all doing, ladies? Ta-da, where you at? Bam. <laughs> Kiana and Emily, y'all, y'all there? Okay, is it just me? All right, well, listen, I guess today's just me. I'm sure Emily and, and Keanu will jump in uh, uh, shortly. But um, without further ado, let me introduce today's co- today's host. I mean, oh, man, technical difficulties. Got it. So let me introduce today's uh, guest. Today's guest is an Oscar and Grammy-winning actor, singer, author, and more who plays a vampire hunter and a loving dad in a Netflix new action comedy, Day Shift. Please give a warm chief chat. Welcome to Jamie Fox. Hey, what's up, baby? What's up, baby? Hey, you, you, y'all left out some stuff, man. I, I mean, quarterback, baby. You know, uh, dancer. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, just so you, happy to be here with you, my brother. Listen, I, you don't know how how long you've been in my household. Look, bam! Look at my co-host. Look at that. There it the is. Magic of TV. Oh, baby, everybody's looking good. You guys look good. How are you? Oh yeah, absolutely. Emily, Kiana, where'd y'all go? What? Where'd y'all go? We went to the movies real quick, and then we decided to come (laughs) back and talk to you guys. Well, well, hopefully you (laughs) went to go check out the uh, day shift. That's the one we went and saw. We streamed it real quick. Oh, listen, listen. First of all, I want to say this. I want to say. Might have been in it. Hey, listen. I want to say this. We just got the numbers back, and I want to say thank you to all of the fans. We got the numbers back, and the movie, that little movie, has done 120 million viewing hours. It's number one globally. It's been number one for the past two weeks, and we just want to thank the fans. It was a real, like, uh, it was a a fun movie, really popcorn, a no-brainer, no-thinker. Is a director who all behind the scenes of Fast and the Furious, John Wick. So this was his debut film. So all of that action and everything like that is is from his group of guys, like parkour guys and and and, and girls. And it was just a labor of love for them. And then Dave Franco, this young guy, I've been tracking for years. All guys. And I see want to do the film unless he's in it. We were lucky to, to get him in the film. And when he was on set, man, when I tell you ad living, he, he was amazing. He was on some Robin Williams type like flair. And then uh, Megan Good, shout out to Megan Good. So beautiful. It's her birthday too, Leo season. Shout out to her who just really held us down. And last but first, Snoop D.O. Double G. Uh, <laughs> who, 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 that's been my friend. He was Calvin Brodus 
okay? He was Calvin Brodus at VIP Records in Long Beach back in the day when I was go to this record store. And there was a guy in the back that had a, a, a drum machine making beats and everybody was trying to rap. I said, hey, I don't know about all y'all, but that little skinny dude right there, he got it. And wouldn't you know it, he became Snoop Dogg. And so when I called him about this, he was like, hey, say less, say less, nephew. I'm right there. Everything is good. And so now he is now an action star, which is, which is we, you know, we sit at the crib and just trip out that the fact that how far it's been over, check this out, three decades still going so shout out to everybody uh supporting that movie and and shout out to my cast members and carla sosa too i gotta say carla sosa who played the 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 evil uh lady uh she's amazing beautiful uh spanish actor met her uh uh her family so she's just amazing well jamie we appreciate you for joining us today on chief chat uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. Like I said, you, you've been in my house. Chat, chat, you've been, chat, a, you've chat, been in my house for chat. decades, decades. And then from the looks of, of this castle behind you, can you let us know, let our viewers on, know where, where you're joining us from? Is this man, I'm at, Transylvania? I'm at crib, What's man. going on? We got Man, I'm at the crib, man. <laughs> I'm right so, here at the crib. So Jamie, where's the know? cowboys? What are cowboys paraphernalia at? That's what I want to know. Oh man, but boy, don't make me boy. Now we doing some <laughs> renovations. I had to walk. You know I got the cowboy stuff, but I had to walk on my thing. I don't want to lose it because I got a shrine, so I don't want to lose connection because this is the best. This is the best place. But I'm gonna bring let's, some let's stuff. Let's keep baby. you here because you're gonna, we looking good. You're gonna get. You're gonna have to. You're gonna get ten thousand steps uh, walking through that house. So we don't want you to. We don't want you to close your rings on your on your, on your Apple Watch. We good. <laughs> so yeah, man. So so I'm here at the crib, man. Just just excited to be talking to you guys, man. No, appreciate it. No, well, back to day shift just for a second. So I actually got to watch it this weekend. It's such a crazy yeah. movie to watch. If you guys haven't seen it yet, so good, so good. Um, it was really crazy to watch, but how crazy was it to make? Listen, it was crazy, but it was so much fun. Because you know those stunts. See, though, what I loved about it was a long you know, like long extended versions of fight scenes. It's like a, it's it's almost like a throwback to the old Kung Fu films you used to watch. And our guy JJ, uh, who's ex-military by the way, he was in the army. Uh, he's, he's so keen on doing those old school fights. So we really had to be in shape. I'll speak on behalf of Snoop the old double. Snoop was like, hey, uh, <laughs> Yo, what do I got to do? And he had to work out. He had to gain a little weight, gain some muscle because he had to hold that big Bertha. He had to hold that big Gatlin gun. And that Gatlin was about 165 pounds. So wow. we really had to be on top of our, and you know, Snoop, the only thing Snoop lifts, lifts up is, uh, anyway, uh, so, you know. <laughs> super athlete so it was so much fun and then think about some of those stunts especially the opening scene which everybody talks about so i'm fighting this old lady which was a trip like when people first saw the uh trailer they was like my homies didn't even watch the whole trailer say dog you you shooting old uh grannies and stuff and i said no she's a vampire right 
And so they were so incredible as far as how they were able to move, like with their contortions and things like that. So that was one thing we had to be very careful about because once they went into that, once they disengaged their bodies, we weren't allowed to jerk because it could cause like, right, severe injury. So it was a little bit of a delicate dance, but then it was just fun, man. I mean, those Nazarian brothers, <clears throat> Steve Howie and Scott Ritchie were just amazing. And all those crazy scenes, man. You know, it's just good, old-school fun, which I think that's why people are responding the way it is. You know what I'm saying? It's not necessarily plot-heavy. It's not anything where you have to, like, think. It's just really just having fun. And it was interesting. We, You know, Netflix has never done uh, premieres. <laughs> so we did a premiere. It was crazy. And then we went to L.A. You know, L.A. can be tight and all. Man, the people was watching the movie. You know how LA get the tight wearing oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. black and off of latte. Could I get a latte? That all that old stuff, right? You drinking no latte here, baby. You know what I'm saying? So it's a good old ass kicking fun. Oh, is it my turn? Are we good? Okay. Oh yeah, no, we good. I think we all we all froze because we was doing the. Uh, yeah, let, let me go to the next question. So you also play my a bad. single dad in day shift, which which sounds really close to home for you. Uh, you've written a book about being a single dad, a girl dad at that. Uh, you work with your daughter Corinne. Uh, so talk about some things that you learn from your daughters. Man, listen, I learn everything every day from my daughters. Man, from my youngest daughter, it's been interesting, especially especially with the way things have been going like you know in the world and and she's very keen at 13 years old uh owns her own space she's already published uh, uh, uh poetry she's the youngest in one of the youngest in the writers guild at, at 11 and a half 12 she wrote her own uh created her own anime uh, she's a musician, I mean, who can play guitar, uh, bass, piano. And just the other day, well, yesterday, we went to the uh, softball game in USC. So we go in the band cage. Now, my daughter, 13, right? So it's a, it's another cage adjacent to us. It's a fastball. It's, what it, it's baseball. And, and, and it's set on like 65, which is like about a 70-mile-an-hour fastball. She jumps in, bro. Nobody can hit it, and she's laying them out at 13. Wow. 75 miles 75 miles an hour so she's just my heart but she also keeps me in tune with what young people want you know and that's an interesting thing of uh having daughters that are really about more than just their surroundings she really cares about the world cares about where it's going i wouldn't be surprised if seeing her in some type of capacity is uh, uh, someone really helping the world out not only being a musician but really uh I don't know how to explain it, man, but she, she hears our grown-up conversations and just raises her hand and says, you old people are messing it up for everybody. And I was <laughs> like, wow. And, and she made a great point. She said, Dad, if you think about it, even the people that make our decisions in the world, they're all over 70. How would they know? They're all making decisions according to their lives and what they've lived. And to be honest, she said, they're close to being out of here, which I had to laugh. <laughs> I had to laugh at that. She said, but but she but she made great points from a 13-year-old. And I always embrace her and 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 always give her the platform. Uh and, and she's a great kid. And then my oldest daughter, man, who I learned so much from, 
by being a father who was in this business, which could be so crazy, man. And I protected her and shielded her from the Hollywood. So she had a pretty, if you could say normal upbringing, just the fact that, you know, the first time she went somewhere with her dad and she actually knew what I was doing, we actually went to the Oscars. And so, uh, she's got a great head on her shoulders and always gave me a pass meaning like if i was away somewhere and i couldn't get to something she always sort of understood and i would bring her i would bring her to you know i would bring her to work with me but so smart uh she's championing mental health issues uh and at the same time she's incredible in front of the camera and now she officially is working at my company running my company we have a deal with Sony, uh, uh, so with Sony, uh, a film deal, and she runs the company, uh, and we have a great show called Beat Shazam. Hey, I'm I'm zooming. I'm I'm a uh, V mixing. I'm V mixing. You know, we it's still hood here. I'm V mixing. I'm on. The, I'm doing a, a interview, so I need to chatter down. She don't even know what it is. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on here. I'm on. That's my artist right there, Sailor. And then y'all say hi. I'll do it. Hey, what's going on? How y'all doing? Yeah, yeah. I, sorry about that. I thought that was the kids. <laughs> but anyway, but but she's she's such a she's such a light man, and and like my daughters, man. I'm telling you, uh, and like and like with any father, man, in my business, you don't people are never gonna look at what I've accomplished in front of the camera and things like that they're going to look to me and see how my kids develop that's how we really m we measure a person and so i've been really really fortunate to have great kids and great people around their mothers and a family that's that's amazing and so um it's it's wonderful man before i tear up no, but speaking of fatherhood, I remember when I was younger and Oprah was still on the air, you actually came on the show. I'm sure you were on the show a bunch of times, but you were on the show. You were talking about a song that you had written for your daughter. Um, and I think that yeah. your fatherhood is just such a great model um, and has been such a great model for years. Um, so kudos to you for that, number one. Like, let's clap oh, it man. up. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Let's clap it up. Let's clap it up. <laughs> But also, you've also learned a lot of lessons from your own grandmother. So um, we'd like to hear a little bit about how she influenced you when you were growing up out here in Texas. You ain't in Texas, are you? I'm in D-Town. D-Town, 214-817. Listen, you know how it is, man. I, I miss Texas. I, I, I enjoy, I've enjoyed California for what it, it has done, but I've always missed Texas. My whole family uh, lives with me, my mother, my father, my mother, my father, who I got back in contact with, because, you know, I was adopted. So uh, my mom now lives with me and my stepfather lives with me, uh, both from Texas. And it was crazy. They've been divorced for like 30 something years and live in the same house. And, uh, and, and he still dates. He still dates. He's still going to dates. And, you know, sometimes she'll, she'll float on his side of the house when the date is there just to, you know, mm, how you doing? All right, whatever. <laughs> so. But growing up in Terrell, Texas, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Growing up in Terrell, Texas, I wouldn't trade it for the world, man. I, I, and I tell people why, because I got people that really love me. I got a chance to really know what the world is about and have my feet planted. 
make sure that I had every opportunity uh, uh, and every tool to be able to go out into the world and be success, success, successful. But it was that Texas upbringing. I can't say enough about how much we all miss and we will be headed to Texas and uh, uh, here pretty soon. Uh, we purchased some land there and we're gonna come back and uh, you know, get some of our, our, our Texas. And, uh, and that's because missing my grandmother and everything that she did to, to make sure that I was equipped to go out into the world and, for, and pursue my dreams. She taught me how to, she had a lady teach me how to play classical piano. And I was like, Granny, why am I playing classical piano? She said, so you can go across the tracks. I said, what you mean across the tracks? Like the white people? She said, no, silly, all over the world. Your music gonna take you all over the world. And it did. And, uh, and, and she was my rock. And then when I got on this little show called In Living Color, man, I actually flew my grandmother out to come live with me. So she was living with me <clears throat> during that time. And my grandmother was just loving it. And we were loving each other. And I never get, we go out to the club. She'd be, the cl be at the club with me. I remember coming home, it was a little after party at my house. And some dude came in, <clears throat> he was like, yo man, who's that, uh, who's the old lady in the, uh, in the front room? I said, oh, that's my grandmother. And she, you hit a bottle of champagne, Boop, what we doing? Let's get it going, you know? So we had a great, great, great time. Uh, the time that she was on this planet Earth, man, she blessed so many people. She had her own nursery school in our, in our, in our city. Uh, so she basically raised our city. She was a businesswoman early on, you know, uh, and just strong. Like, and look, and, and stayed on me, made sure I got my church, you know what I'm saying? She say, hit the books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, First, Second Samuel, First, Second Kings, First, Second Chronicles, Ezra, Esther, Nehemiah, Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentation, Ezekiel, Daniel, Jose, Joel, Amos, Isaiah, I mean, always on top of me. And and to me, that is the reason that I have 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 been able to prosper in this world from having that upbringing. And then I took that and passed it on to my kids. Like you go up to my 13 year old, she could say all of the books of the Bible as well. Uh, and that comes that comes directly from Estelle Marie Talley and Marco Lois Talley. Man. So, so Jamie, I feel like we're twins, not, not like yes, identical twins, but more like, you, you're Arnold Schwarzenegger and I'm Danny DeVito twins because uh, you, you got a whole bunch of stuff going on and, and me not so much. But but the thing is, is people that know me know that my grandmother was everything to me. And and uh, I yeah. tell you that uh, she 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 she's the only reason that I'm sitting here right now. And so going back, I had a com I had a conversation uh, last week when I found out that you were going to be on the show with uh, Master R&D Parks. We were at a conference. And we were talking about your unpredictable album and we were talking about how much of a yeah. classic that was but hey. those last oh, two songs those last two songs on the album especially that last one where i, I wish you were here i, I can't I get through that I, yeah man i can't get through that song I without boo -woo -woo. Yeah. yeah man i'm talking about it's not bubble crying. yeah man because you know what it's supposed to make us cry, man. You know, when yeah. I, I wrote on a post the other day on Instagram was someone really loves you. Um, you time it can stay you for infinity. Your grandmother loved you, and 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 you know when you talk about African American black grandmothers, you know there's always a sacrifice. You know, I, I look at my grandmother, and had she been born in this era, oh, she would have been 
she would have had the opportunity to be anything in the world. You know what I mean? And the fact that, you know, our grandmothers, just by being born in the time that they're in, it's going to be a sacrifice. And so they pay it forward to me and you and they say, hey, listen, I'm going to give you everything I can uh, because I know that there's something special, something special for you, something special for uh, for me. And so that's why you cry is because you look at their sacrifices. You look at much for you know i don't know your circumstance but i know with us you know it was minimal money i remember being on free lunch and things like that and that government cheese i never get when that government cheese came <laughs> i didn't know what it was i was a kid i said i because it was in a big that big old box i big, thought it big was brown, like ammunition. Yeah, a big brown rectangle yeah i thought it was ammunition i said granny i think somebody sent us a book <laughs> she said boy that's she said boy that's cheese i said okay and, the, and, and just just seeing the government cheese in in the stove was she trying to fix it and the cheese wouldn't melt because I don't know what the cheese is made out of, but the cheese is sitting there like I ain't I ain't giving up, oh, yeah. right? But having <laughs> moments having moments like that when as you get older, you look back, you say, Hey man, they did everything they could for us. And so man, God bless uh your grandmother, my grandma, everybody's grandmothers uh, that was out there making sure that, you know, we had what we needed. Absolutely. And so in Day Shift, uh, you you play a military veteran. So and you've also played a couple of characters with military backgrounds. What have you learned about the military while working on these projects? Oh, man, I, I'm surrounded by all of my military friends. To be honest with you, when I started doing stand up back in the day, uh, I would go to Lompoc. Uh, that was my first um, like big shows, all military shows. Uh, and then uh, I went to Okinawa when I was trying to get my stand up back. I remember I had, I remember I had, I wasn't funny. I remember I, I lost my funny cause I was started acting like I was rich and stuff like that. And started telling rich jokes and stuff like that and lost my funny. And I went to Okinawa and I got in front of the troops and they were, they were cool enough to let me uh, just work my stand up out. And it was funny, but I had gained a little weight. I ain't gonna say I had gained a little weight. So my belly was kind of sticking out and I had on like a vest and I could only close like two buttons. And I had like a two pack and a 40 ounce, to be honest with you. And at one point when I was finishing the joke, I rested for a second. And I just remember one of the girls in the audience said, why your belly so big? I was like, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord. And you thought I couldn't really say nothing. You know, I couldn't really break her eyes up. But after that, you know, got back in shape. So my military, all of my military friends, shout out to my guys, Brian, shout out to JJ Perry, shout out to my guy Rod, who was in Afghanistan for a long time, a Marine. And actually, even when we did Jarhead experience, because I had to uh, really, I really wanted to, to, to hone in on what a African American in that position would have to do. And I met with some great guys who explained to me, it's all green. It's all about us. You know, there was, there was no color in this, you know, this is, this is the way, this is how we protect. This is how we build uh, a brotherhood, sisterhood. And, and I, I wouldn't trade those moments. And, and some of my best work was in that. It was in that movie, uh, Jarhead. There's a couple of speeches in there. So, um, like I said, military is, is so, so important. And be looking out for this one movie that I wrote specifically with a with a, paying homage to the military. It's called Career Day. Uh, so be looking out for that. Uh, and last but not least, I got to give a shout out to my guy Brian. He, you know, he's an ex Army Ranger, and what he would do is when guys would come back, 
he would supply he would supply them with houses. He would he he had started a contracting business, and when they would come back, he would supply them with houses, and we would be a support, like a support group for uh for those guys. And so I just wanted to make sure that uh you know I acknowledge them, not giving the last names and things like that, but um uh, it's uh uh it's real. Absolutely. I love that. And then um Jamie, what uh what other projects are you working on right now? Oh man, I, I got my stand up comedy. I do my stand up. <laughs> so this fall I'm going out, baby. We finna go and shake it up. Finna go and get out there, get these jokes popping, man. You know, and I tell everybody all the time, man, don't kill the comedian, man. Y'all you know, hey man, stop with that, man. Let's go and laugh, man. We ain't got no we ain't got nothing else. Crazy as the world is right now, though. And I'm working on. Oh, yeah. I'm literally doing the verses of of impersonation. The verses is gonna be Barack Obama and Donald Trump. It's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. And if there's any indication that America is not the most incredible country in the world, and it's a lot of great people on both sides, lots of great people on both sides. <laughs> so you got. I'm telling you right that. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> That's crazy, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Black dude doing it. Shout out to great people on both sides. So I'm working on the stand-up. We're gonna go out and just hit all of the places that I that I started out doing. And then we're gonna do something really dope. And it's gonna be more than just stand-up. You know how you know how I put my music and everything in there too. So it's gonna be all types of uh music and and and, and jokes and, and just fun. Just really like free fun. I'm gonna be telling all the stories. You gotta hear the story of when Dave Chappelle was on on stage and the dude ran up and tackled Dave Chappelle, and I had to run on stage and, and save the day. It was crazy. And Dave, like, bang, crazy man, it's crazy, bam, ran on stage. <laughs> so, if you're ever in trouble, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna be doing all the jokes, man. So make sure you just come out because. People say you stop doing stand-up. I actually never stopped doing stand-up. I just haven't done it officially. So uh, now it'll be official, man. I got my boy Speedy that's going to be coming up. My boy uh, uh, Chris Spencer, Brisha Webb, Jonathan Kite. So just look out for us, man. We're going to make the world laugh. Well, I also heard heard you working on something just in case, you know, folks want to hydrate or, or, or get dehydrated or get a little parched. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. oh yeah. I I got a little uh a little brown sugar bourbon, a little brown <laughs> sugar bourbon. Uh, as, and 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 what's great about my my bourbon is that um, it's not velvet rope. It's not VIP. It, it's it's just it's us. You know, it's my Texas roots. And so <clears throat> when I <clears throat> launched into brown sugar. I was, um, the way I got into it was that, you know, I had a song called Blame It on the Alcohol oh, yeah. back in the day, but I didn't have an alcohol to blame it on. So when Brown Sugar approached me, <laughs> I tested it by, uh, I tested it by, by I, I would always have these big parties. So I said, well, let me see how it does at the party. I let people taste it, man. And they just enjoyed it so much. So I got behind it myself, Mark Cuban and some others. And then it was, uh, um, it was about how do we market it, you know, because it's brown sugar and, you know, it's bourbon. So, you know what I did? I went to Destin, Florida. 
Destin, Florida. I don't know how much you know about yeah. Destin, Florida, but I yeah, went I was down there about 30 minutes away from there. So, you know, so I go down to, oh, yeah. you know, I'm from the South, so I know what Destin is going to be, but I had some city yeah, yeah, boys, yeah. city black boys. So we, when we, when we got down there, I said, you're going to see some things. You ain't, you know, <laughs> they had the Trump yeah, flags. And everything. We, we got on, we got on the boat. We were on a boat, right? On our way to Crab Island. They see all the Trump flags. I said, relax. This is, uh, this, come on, man. This is me. I got you. I get there and we're literally the only six black guys on Crab Island. And all of a sudden, this white guy with a ZZ Top beard, and they're playing the music. I think it was Ted Ted Nugent. Catch, scratch, fever, whatever, right? <laughs> and he looked up and says, took a shot, Jamie Fox, man, what are you doing here? And I said, hey, I'm here to make a toast with you, babe. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I literally took all the bottles, man, and went down to the middle and we uh, in the BSB, they loved it. But at the same time, there was a lot of army, air force, Navy, uh, guys that were there. And that's what, that's what launched it. Uh, and then the next thing, you know, they, uh, changed the music on the boat, start playing gold digger. She packed my money. And we just went up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and the reason being, and the reason being is because I wanted to, I wanted BSB to be a reflection of who I am in, in that, everybody's invited to the party. And so uh, we've been really successful. Uh, we also just did a deal with uh, TGI Fridays, Fridays where we're, you know how they make the barbecue wings? Well, now we're doing the BSB barbecue wings. Uh, so we did a great deal with them. And uh, and then I just started going basically almost door to door, man, taking the people. When I walk up to my to, to my black women, I say, hey, you want to try some? Jamie, I don't know about no bourbon. I said, I guarantee you. It's sweet. It's brown sugar bourbon. And I will let them taste it. And the look on their face after they taste it, oh, that's good. I said, yeah, I got you. I ain't going to give you nothing that's, that's not good. So I've been in every corridor, uh, like I said, going door to door to make sure people uh, enjoy a little brown sugar bourbon. And I say, when somebody brings you some BS, be like, mm -mm, bring me the BSB. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we just made a commercial just now. That like that was just a commercial. So you know what I'm saying? Uh, appreciate that. Appreciate that, Jamie. So, uh, so you've done a, a a gang of stuff so far in your career. You won a Grammy. You won a, a, a Oscar. What what else is on the on the bucket list for Jamie Foxx? Just doing great movies, man. Just doing great movies. Television. We have a television show that's coming out called Alert. Myself, Tyron Turner, uh, developed the idea. Uh, and then we got it to uh, a, a guy by the name of Eisendraft who's uh, over Blacklist. So we have that at Fox along with Atari Turner. So that's coming out. And then I created the Black Ocean's Eleven. Uh, it, think, think, think about all our greats: uh, Will Smith, myself, Michael B. Jordan, <clears throat> Kevin Hart, Halle Berry, <clears throat> Dave Chappelle. They're all they're all these talented thieves. One in Miami, Chicago, L.A., etc. And they get a cryptid message from a Robert Downey, Robert Downey Jr. type in Paris. <clears throat> they get this message. And when, the, when they get the message, the message is, we want you to come to Paris and pull off the unthinkable. We want you to steal the Mona Lisa from the Louvre. So we created that Black Ocean's Eleven. That's it, Sony right now. We'll start work on that next year. Uh, <clears throat> I redid uh, Misery. Uh, I'm not for sure how familiar you are with that. But mystery was about about a uh, uh, a writer who gets found by his 
uh, biggest fan and things go awry. Well, in ours, it's a it's a it's a it's a TV actor, and that uh, quite possibly would be me and my uh, and my and my ace, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. So <clears throat> now at this mo at this point, it's just continuing to give you guys great things in the pipeline that you can sink your teeth into and have fun and be entertained. Well, Jamie, a lot of people this summer have kind of coined the phrase, I'm outside. And when I think of being outside, I think about you because I'm on your Instagram and I see you partying, promoting your stuff, but also like you're still actually working. Like day shift was a thing. That was a lot of work, right? So what do yeah. you do to kind of mellow out and balance having fun and turning up and still getting a lot of amazing work done? I think just being in the space that I'm in allows me to have fun. It's fun to go to a movie set. I remember working with an actor. He says, isn't it amazing that we get a chance to do movies? We're basically playing make-believe for a living. So it all sort of goes together. When I'm having fun, I try to have all of uh, all of the entertainers, you know, like in one place. I tell the story all the time. Back in the day when I did this party, little house party, and it was for Puff and, and Missy Elliott. Now, at first glance, it's just a party, but it's really to get the artists together. You know, so we could bounce around ideas and things like that. I never get that same party. A guy was uh, standing on the wall. Nobody knew who he was. Guess who it was? It was Jay-Z. And nobody wow. knew him yet. And I walked up. I said, what's that? He's like, nice party. It's crazy. <laughs> Stored off some icy projects. It's, it's crazy. Right? And at that same party, uh, out in the garage, there was a tall guy and a shorter guy. And the, uh, the the shorter guy was like, yo, B, it's like this all the time, like karaoke and, and fun. I said, yeah, who are you? He says, we're the Neptunes. My name is Pharrell. So mm -hmm. I've always been able to sort of put the art, the party, and everything together and then at the same time work. And when, and when it comes to, like, you know, like taking a break, it's me and my kids. It's me, my daughters, and the family going somewhere where we just take over a place and just continue to have, you know, as much fun as you can because the one thing is the long hours, you know, that that can be, you know, taxing. Uh, and, and all that does is sometimes get you away from your family. So anytime we get the family together, man, we get together and just uh, decompress and then, you know, say, continue to shine that light. And Jamie, we have so many people watching right now um, from all over the world. And I wanted to just jump really quickly to our Facebook feed and share some of the comments that we're getting, if that's okay with you. All good. Okay, perfect. Um, so everyone is excited that you're here. They cannot thank you enough for your time today. It means the world to them. Um, we have a lot of people shouting out from Terrell, Texas. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Lots of them. <laughs> Yes, Sandy says, <laughs> says she really enjoys hearing about your relationship with the military. She says, Yo. thank I'm you. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, that's okay. Um, we have everyone just looking forward to your stand-up. Um, Michelle says, my mom and I love your show, Shazam. Um, and my boyfriend and I watch you and your daughter on Shazam as well. It's a great show. Um, oh. We have... Oh, yes. Oh, there's so much love. I'm Jamie. There's everyone loves you so much. It's hard to keep come up on, with it. Come on, Texas. Come on, Texas. Come on, Texas. <laughs> yes. Uh, we have a Shout lot out to of Terrell. That's people, people say Terrell. I say T-U-R-R-E-L-L. Terrell. Terrell. Like, like, <laughs> like Terrell. <laughs> Terrell. 
Mark is asking, can we please get a I'll rock your world? Oh, did he freeze up on us? I might have. Uh oh. I was uh, so I think he, so he's asking about Wanda, right? Uh oh, I was like, what is that? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I listen, I don't make a good Wanda at all. So I would, you know, that'll be lost. Well, now we're relying on you to do this. Mark wants it. Let's right. Three, two, one, go. No. <laughs> well, apparently, apparently, Jamie was rest, rest to go. Uh, that's another uh, right. Wanda ism. She rests to yeah. go. <laughs> exactly. But I think we, yeah. I, no, go ahead. I was going to say, everyone's asking about Wanda. They're like, are you going to bring Wanda on um, when you do your stand-up? Like, everyone's asking about Wanda. <laughs> Listen, Wanda was very prevalent in my house in in, in high school. And it was uh, it was a little uncomfortable as, as a child look, looking at Wanda. Looking, looking at Wanda. But he was super funny. And I, I love and live in color. Live in color was uh, definitely something we talked about every week. Uh, when we went to school yeah no that's awesome and you know it's funny got, when he was when he was talking about dustin um florida we got a lot of people jump in and got really excited about um dustin and ev yes everyone wants to know about wanda everyone wants to um oh you're back hello yes <laughs> hey so jamie while you were gone while you were gone i was doing in my impression of wanda I'm I'm kind of lying, but I I, I was hey, about to. For real though. <laughs> First of all, don't be fronting over there like that. Can't nobody recreate or duplicate. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> and Jamie, we were just talking about like all the love that you're getting it um on our news or on our Facebook feed, um and that everyone is asking about Wanda and wanting to yes. know if Wanda's gonna come on your comedy tour with you. Well, Wanda's always somewhere with me, yeah. <laughs> no matter what. But right. the, the, now, here's the, now here's the thing. This is what I want to know from everybody. <clears throat> so myself and Martin Lawrence had started on this movie idea where Wanda and Shanene were going oh, yeah. to do a movie together. And basically, it was called Wanda and Shanene robbed the MF bank. And they're <laughs> bank robbers, right? Uh, and then it sort of, we got busy on other things. And so, but then Martin out of nowhere says he wants to do the movie. I want to know, would people go out and watch that? And two, should it be just just the grandiose Wanda, Shanene, and Madea together? I want to know the way <laughs> I want to know because I have a play where if they're all three, we, we, hey, we strap it up for the last time and we put it to rest. But those three... Uh, wonderful characters in a movie. If 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 that makes sense, y'all sound off and 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 hit me uh, on my DMs and hit me uh, uh at I am Jamie Fox uh, on my IG and let me know if that's hey, what y'all want. Jamie, I'm gonna speak for the whole military community on this one. Yes, <laughs> yes, and, and yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Well, well, because <clears throat> literally three days ago. Talked to my man Marty Marr, and he was like, "I'm ready." I said, "Well, let's look, man. Look, if we put in this, what I want to continue to tell everybody, a young Texas boy from Terrell, Texas, 
I've always put smiles on people's faces, man. That's the reason that I'm here. God put me on this earth to make people laugh and, and make people feel something good. So with everything that we've gone through, COVID, losing my sister to COVID and all of these tough things, when she says being outside, let's get outside and continue to be outside. And we will continue to just give you so many good things and so much fun. Shout out to Terrell. <laughs> well, I can tell you, uh, like your your character, Martin's character. Uh, like I said, I can watch Martin and I can watch In Living Color, like it, like this brand new, and still laugh like I've never seen it before. And so those characters that y'all have are, are freaking timeless, and uh, we would love to see them on on the main stage. Robbing the bank, I couldn't even imagine Medea, Shanene, and Wanda. Robert, anyway. come on, man! So is it like a come on? Is man. it gonna be like a set it off? It's gonna be like a set it off type situation, or <laughs> to be to be honest with you, to be honest with you, what it is is that it's two people robbing banks. Shanene robs the bank, and she's robbing a bank in San Francisco, and that's how it opens. But we also see in Oakland, Wanda's robbing a bank in Oakland, but they're robbing banks for two different reasons. Wanda's just trying to get some money. <laughs> but 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 we find out Shanene is actually not taking money. She's taking information. And she's the modern day Robin Hood. All of the big corporate people that are taking money from everybody, she's putting it back quietly into their bank accounts by taking the, these hard drives. So when they get to when they get to Sacramento, because they're 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 robbing banks from Northern California to Southern California, they they don't know each other but they actually set up to rob a bank and they end up going in at the same time. And you hear them both go, it's a stick up. Don't make it a murder. Who is you? Who is you? And then they end up needing to be with each other in order to get out of the situation. And then they end up robbing banks from Northern California to Southern California. People catch on to what they're doing, the Robin Hood uh, thing of it. Uh, uh, and so now they're, they, they're becoming heroes because they're doing something for the people. And then, uh, uh, there's a little part where, you know, Madea comes in cause there's, there's, they need, there's a get, they need to get out of this situation. And then towards the end of the movie, they come in and by the time they get down to San Diego, it's fevered pits. That's, that's what it is. Man, sign, sign me up. Sign come me on. up. <laughs> so, uh, where, where, where can we find out more about your work uh, and your causes. Uh, you got you got your social media handles. Yeah, you can just go to I am Jamie Fox uh, on Instagram, um, and, and that's the best way. You know, I'm not I'm, I'm not I'm not as savvy on uh, social media. I'm trying I'm trying to get there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but but I, I like to I, I like to post, especially when I got something good for you. You know what I'm saying? I, I try to, and, and something funny for you. Something good, something funny. So you go check that out and then check, go there to find out the dates of my comedy because I'm coming to Texas. I'm going to come to Texas okay. like in October and I'm going to just look, I'm going to just come see if these jokes work. Everybody just be patient with me because you know what I'm saying? Like doing it formally, I'm, I, I got to deal with Netflix and so I just want to try these jokes out, man, and see where we go, see how much trouble I can get into, see see how close I can get to get canceled. <laughs> 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 but I tell people all the time, man, it's just, it's just jokes. So, so come, you know, come, come check that out, and then you can see uh, 
uh, you know, the m movies, and then the, we just dropped some music as well. At the end of uh, Day Shift, uh, my guy Dave Franco says, mowing down vamps with my best friend, Bud. We turned that into a music, uh, to a song. So myself, Snoop, Jay Young, Sam Pounds, Taylor, uh, Dave Franco, Megan Good, we're all in the video. So that'll be dropping, the, the, the uh, remix of it will be dropping uh, next week. Awesome, awesome. And so for our Chief Chat viewers, you can find this episode as well as past Chief Chat episodes on YouTube and Spotify. You can tune in at 11 a.m. Central, September 1st, when I guess will be actor Banga Akingobe. I, I probably hey, messed it up. I'll get it yeah, right I, before I, it actually I, I, gets here. I would, I would, listen, I was going to say, I don't know how you're going to get through that because I just said, I said exactly what you said. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so he's going to be on the show to discuss uh, his role in the action pack F6 fx series the old man and 11 a.m central september 13th i guess will be actor and former marine ernie hudson who will talk about his movie and tv career including his role on nbc's upcoming reboot of quantum leap so we got some wow. we got some heavy hit yes we got Amazing. some heavy hitters from og man, in the game ernie man ernie man. yeah like i mean and real quick um ghostbusters and real quick, someone just kind of jumped in a little. Bird just told me that you will be in Irving, Texas, which Irving is my city. You will be in Irving, Texas in November. So we, we can hang out. I can show you some good brunch spots. We'll pick up some <laughs> We'll have a man, great look, time. <laughs> listen, tell me, hey, look here, look here. I'm going to talk just like I, when I left her. Man, look here, dog. Whatever you want to do, dog. We ready. <laughs> yeah. Already. I'll hold you to it. No. I will Let's come and go. find you and say you said. Come on, you said. And, and it's I an want. interesting thing too. It's an interesting thing too when you are from Texas, and especially from our area. There's a, there's just so much camaraderie, man, and and so much cowboy love. I, I love that. I love that number two. Was it was it was it what name? Turpin. The number two. Oh yeah, <laughs> man. So I got my fingers crossed out here. You know, I went down here to Oxnard to see Jerry Jones yeah. and them. You know, out here for the Cowboys. You know, you talking to Jerry. Jerry, how we looking? Well. Uh, we feel that uh, it's going to be our time this year. And uh, we talked to, uh, you know, I talked to Emmett and I talked to Michael and Troy and we're just, we're just trying to get that same DNA and that same legendary chemistry to trickle down here to these guys. And uh, I think that, uh, uh, that, are, uh, that Dak and all these guys are they're finally coming around. We're turning a corner, Jamie. So we're going to be fine. <laughs> Oh yeah, is America's that team all day long. And I was what we are. I tell people all the time. I say, listen, no matter what you say, we're still America's team, America. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Could you imagine all of them I, in one room? Barack in one room, Trump and Jerry and Ramon. That's that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do all of them and, and run <laughs> uh, pause in one. <laughs> So now I was telling uh, the folks, I was telling my co-host before you came on, I was like, you know what? Jamie's such a great party planner. He should he should do a military ball. He should host a military ball. Whenever you want me, I'm there. I, I'm talking about I'm wherever there. I, I've you. already, I've done that before. So I, I'm there and we, 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 we do that. Autumn, we do that all the time. So you guys let me know once we get off, give me the information, man. We'll listen, I, I, I'm gonna continue to say this, man, for all of my military family and friends, we want to keep pouring blessings upon y'all because sometimes <clears throat> what you guys do sort of gets lost in a lot of the headlines. But man, I, I, from guys that I know, 
uh, and how sincere you are and what it is and the sacrifices that you guys make. It is literally a no brainer for me to be there and host wherever you guys want. And we'll listen, we'll make it, we'll make it a night to remember and then try to figure out how we can continue to do it. And that's real. That's not, that's not just cause I'm on this, uh, on this camera. Awesome. <clears throat> awesome, man. So yeah, we'll, we'll work, we'll, we'll figure something out. We'll brainstorm and, and hopefully come up with something. Uh, but we appreciate you, Jamie, man, you, you are such an inspiration to so many folks. Uh, like I said, you've been literally growing up in people's household for the past 30 years. Right. And so it's, it's a blessing to have you, uh, spread your gift of, of humor. And, and then, so I was thinking about comedians that try to try to do the singing thing or, and, and, and like I said, I love Eddie Murphy, but party all the time. I just wasn't, I wasn't feeling party all the time. Right. But once, <laughs> what, but, but what, but you, you came in with, with comedy and then you got on the piano and then you start singing and, and you put all these talents together in one person, man, you know what I'm saying? And, and the fact that you taking that and you giving that to the world, uh, we just appreciate it. And, and even the people from the military, they thank us for our service, but uh, we can't do any of this stuff without everybody. Everybody's in the fight. So whether civilian, whether you're entertainer, whatever the case may be, we, we just appreciate you. And thank you for, uh, you know, gifting us with your, with your talents. Thank you. Listen, and it's all right back to you. And shout out to Terrell, Texas, man. Shout out to my best <laughs> friend, Gilbert. Shout out to my best friend, Gilbert Willie. Uh, and we plan on putting up some really cool things on our side of town as far as sport uh, places and things like that. You know, we both grew up on the, we go to the black park, you know what I'm saying? And play basketball and, and things like that. And that's where a lot of our history is from. So we're coming down through some uh, great things down there. And uh, like I said, let's, it's right back at you. Anytime you guys need me, let, let's, 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 let's not let this moment go by and say, man, we had, oh man, we should have, let's go ahead and do it. Let's put it on the books. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, before, before we leave, uh, if you could stay on to after the live, so, uh, we all can say our formal goodbyes, but, uh, I just want to say again, thank you so much for spending the last hour with us. We, we didn't know we were going to have an hour with you. So, uh, man, we feel blessed and fortunate and thank you so much. Uh, now we're gonna have a concert. We about to transition from. A thank you, thank you, oh, thank, thank you for everything that you do. Thank you. Put that thing on iTunes. Oh man, sexual chocolate, sexual, sexual chocolate, sexual, chocolate. <laughs> sexual caramel. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we, we all right, gonna, we gonna, thank thank you for all the viewers. Uh, we gonna we gonna transition to the formal goodbyes, but chief chat out. Thank you so much. For more information about your exchange benefit and to shop tax free for life, visit shopmyexchange.com. To view this episode of Chief Chat or to watch live, visit facebook.com/shopmyexchange. <laughs>